It's November 9th, 2023, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about all the comics that came out this week, like Shazam 5 and Birds of Prey 3 from DC Comics, Amazing Spider-Man 37 and Punisher 1 from Marvel, Transformers 2 from Image Comics and Skybound, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, with today's special guest, Manny Hondress, aka Manny Reads Comics. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, because here's your weekly comic book recap. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we go over this week's new comic book releases. For those of you who don't know, DC Comics come out on Tuesdays, Marvel and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday, November 9th, 2023, to talk about all the comics that came out this week, or at least everything that me and my guest have read. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and if you are watching us live on twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show, you can see who my guest is today, but if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, obviously you can't see him, so uh, who could it be? I feel like it's always a 50-50 shot. Uh, this week, we got Manny Hondress, aka Manny Reads Comics. Manny, what's up, man? Oh, no, I'm happy to be here. Always happy to be back. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that you're back too. Are you growing out the? Uh, you growing out the mustache? Uh, yeah. So for Halloween, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but it's uh, my name is Earl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so my wife was Joy, ex-wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went as, as Earl. So like when my hair is down, I, I had the perfect length hair to to have the Earl. And like so, of course, I shaved my beard down to where you could see the mustache pretty well, and. When I was about to shave the mustache off the next day, uh, my wife was like, it's not it's not bad. You should keep it at least for a week. And, and now it's been about two weeks. So I'm seeing I'm seeing how it works. What do you think? Yeah. Making it work. Now, right now, everything's growing uh, out, so you can't really see it. So it's not it's not like I, I appreciate like the character that you bring with it, you know? Whether, uh, you know, <laughs> whether uh, uh, that would be my preferred facial hair for you, I don't get a say, you know, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I don't get a say in your facial hair, but, you know. Man, I started growing my hair out, so like, I'm just like, you know what, let's just try a whole bunch of things, you know, we'll, we'll see what sticks. I I had a, uh, like, a Wild West murder mystery party, and I shaved, I, the weeks leading up to it, I, w- I was growing this out, and then I shaved it into, like, sections, so like, nice. uh, you know, so I can get that kind of like Wild West kind of look. And then after it was done, I like, yeah. I shaved it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, Halloween passed and it's the first week of, no, it's the second, it's the second week of November, which is so weird. Um, second week? Wow. It's the second yeah, week. It now this month, and I, I feel like it's worth keeping track of because last week was a weird week where monday was october or tuesday was october 31st wednesday was november 1st right and but they were both the fifth tuesday and wednesday of their respective months so it was like a slow week for comics because it was the fifth week of december for dc and it was the first week of five for marvel last week you know what? That explains why I haven't been getting a lot of comics. Yeah, I just haven't been thinking about it. <laughs> last week was last week was a slow week, but that's just, that's just, yeah. keep in mind that there are four 
Tuesdays in December and five Wednesdays. So whether that affects Marvel, I don't know. You said December? In November. I don't know about December. But December has to deal with like uh, the holidays. No, December and November, or December has four Tuesdays and four Wednesdays. Yeah. That's weird. Well, either way, this week we had uh, a good amount of comics that came out this week. Um, Obviously, what you read and what I read will overlap, but then also, you know, we've read things that others haven't. But then there are obviously other comics that came out this week that we, you know, won't be mentioning. But go to comicshoplocator.com, find a comic shop near you, and check out what these uh, comics that came out are. Um, What did you read this week? I've only read about six books this week. Um, in no particular order, we got Birds of Prey, number three from DC Comics, Transformers 2, which is Skybound, which is Image, it, right? It's Image. Yeah. Uh, Shazam, number five from DC Comics, Batman 139, uh, Dark Ride, number 10 from Image Comics. You and... didn't tell me that one. Oh. oh, sorry. Sorry. That one was like a last minute one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dark Ride number 10. Oh, you already oh, sorry, said Dark uh, Ride. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 37. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, So that's a good six. That's a good solid six. A good six. It's very DC heavy, honestly. I'm surprised at how, how much. Because like we always say when I'm on, I've been really getting into the indie comics. So like this, yeah. this week, it's a lot of DC. So maybe they're stepping their game up. I mean, I personally do think that DC is stepping their game up. I think that like when you look at the numbers... DC and Marvel, like DC is putting out less comics than Marvel, sure. But if we're looking at the quality of comics that DC is putting out, I don't think they're really wasting very many comics. Mm, I think we may have, have a debate. So. Oh, yeah? Okay, all right. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe some of the books that you read this week were a waste. Um, um, but we'll, we'll go over that. I read, what did I read? I am behind on certain DC comics. So like there are ones that like I really love that I've fallen behind. So I can't really talk about it. But what did I read this week? I read Shazam 5. I read Batman 139. I read Amazing Spider-Man 37. Um, And, you know, this is going back between DC and Marvel. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number eight. I read Marvel Unleashed number four. I read Punisher number one. I read the three X-Men books, Uncanny Spider-Man three x-force 46 and x-men red 17 and then i read superman 78 the metal curtain number one. Oh, not that many books just just a little bit i can't tell if you're joking <laughs> or not because <laughs> here's the thing yeah, like no, we we both read a ridiculous amount of comic books if you ask anybody it's a ridiculous amount. A lot. But then when we come on the show yeah. to talk about it, we're like, ah, it's a slow week. I only read 12. And it's like, I only, I only got 12 what? books this week. That <laughs> It's like, uh, I, I think it's like, I don't know. I like, I, I feel it's like, oh yeah, like, uh, you know, life isn't too busy. I just have every single day booked. It's kind of like that. Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's, because I, I also had other books on uh, the, on my reading list that I yeah. just didn't get to because what did you not get to? So what many. did you What did you want to read but couldn't uh, didn't do? 
so I, I wasn't able to read Blue Beetle number three yet. Uh, I need to catch like up on it. 10. Yeah, I mean, I'm only one issue behind now, but <laughs> but uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah. Dead Lucky number 10, uh, Gods number two, and uh, a new book by Boom Studios called Zawa and the Belly of the Beast number yeah. one. Uh, the the cover just kind of intrigued me, so I was like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pick. It was a cool art style. And, yeah, and then uh, Night number two by okay. Image Pound. Because what I had wanted to read, I'm behind on Birds of Prey. Well, actually, I didn't even start Birds of Prey number one. I started, the, I went, got a couple pages in, and then I stopped for some reason and I never got back. But Birds of Prey number three, if I was on track, I would have Blue Beetle number three. Uh, I have only read read the first issue and i needed to continue fire and ice welcome to smallville i'm i think i've read the first issue that's number three all these books are three issues in so they all started at the same time i think that's what happened yeah and i i just kind of i was like ah, i can't poison ivy 16 i would have read this week but uh uh i think i'm a couple issues behind and then I did skim through the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number 12, because the events of Batman um, 139, they bring it up. Right. And so I was like, I wish. what what happens? But they also brought up they also brought up the night, which I'm like, all of these. Oh, yeah. I thought they were non-canon, but no, the night is canon. Yeah, they are canon now. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Batman, the night is canon. Um, but then uh oh on marvel's side i was gonna read gods 2 or i wanted to uh i wanted to read thanos 1 and what if dark tomb of dracula number one that one the what if dark i don't like what if but like but like i was gonna read it but it would have been last on my list you know if all the stars i like the what what ifs that actually like say what it is in the title like what if uh spider-man killed blah blah blah, right but like there's one what if called what if venom what does that mean what 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 if what if venom what do you there's what what if if carnage right there's like a what if carnage like what what is this book about just tell me (laughs) yeah but yeah that's weird i like the what if miniseries so like spider shadow you know when you can tell a full story like dc elseworld books like the nail did you ever read the nail Okay. I don't so, even know what you're referencing, honestly. Like it's it's a forgotten book, but the nail is a Justice League Elseworlds book from like late 90s. The art is beautiful. It's Alan Davis on art. And the story is because there's an old poem, and it was like for uh I, I think the poem is like for the want of a nail, a horseshoe was lost. For the want of a horseshoe, a horse was lost. For the want of a horse, a knight was lost. For the want of a knight, a an army was lost. For a want of an army, a kingdom was lost. All for the want of a nail. So there's like a like a thing. So the nail, Justice League, the nail, or JLA, the nail, was if Martha and Jonathan Kent got a nail in their tire, mm. uh, and they don't even see Clark land. They don't even see the baby um what happens then so it's the the it's like a three issue miniseries and then they do a sequel miniseries but the three issue miniseries takes place in a world without superman but he he is around 
but you don't see him because he's not say, he's not a superhero. He's, so, yeah. he's no one. He's not even Clark Kent. Because so he's I, I find that weird. You know, I, if I just had powers, who cares who my parents are, right? Like, well, I'm gonna, you want me to tell you? Gonna, I mean, I don't. He's care. raised I, by he's raised by an Amish couple. Oh, and so his okay, job so is just sense, to stay yeah. on the stay on the farm, do his support, thing. That's support it. Support the community, right. and that's it. Yeah, that makes sense. But what did he do for uh, what's it called when they go out into the real world? Like he uh, doesn't go uh, out in the real world. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But like that, the Amish people have that. That, oh, Rumspringer. Rumspringer, there you go. Uh, you. I don't know. Uh, so it, what, I don't think it goes do into that? how wild he gets in <laughs> Rumspringer. But that's the third part. That's the third part coming out <laughs> next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, so like, oh, um, like Lex Luthor is mayor of Metropolis. There's an anti-metahuman agenda. And so, like, the Justice League isn't being um, they're not trusted. The Justice League isn't trusted the way they would be with Superman in that timeline. That makes sense. It's a really, it's a really good book uh, because, yeah, it's just all these, all these characters. Like, what are they like without him? What's Lois like? What's Jimmy like? You know, who are you know the effect of Superman? I have to check that out. Yeah, it's um, who's it written by? It could be Mark Wade. It's Mark Wade. I'm definitely checking it out. Um, but yeah, so the, so the point being is I like those type of, oh no, it is written and drawn both by Alan Davis. It's written by Alan Davis as well. You'll recognize Alan Davis if you don't know Alan Davis. I'm not off the top of my head, but. Okay. He has a very distinctive style. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, Elseworlds. Uh, were we talking about Elseworlds? Oh, what if? Yeah, Dark. What, yeah. I was like, what, where, how did we get here? Um, all right. So that's comics, how did we get here? I also <laughs> wanted to. How it is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Transformers 2, I also wanted to read. I also wanted to read that, okay. but I didn't get the chance. I read number one. I didn't get to read it. Um, you have a scoring um, rubric that you do. So. I don't know if you can sum it up real quick for, you know, if anyone's, if this is anyone's first episode, they don't know. What's your scoring rubric? If you've seen, if you've seen it before, then you already know. Uh, pace, uh, dialogue, emotion, logic, and immersiveness. Those are my okay. three little things that I look at when I'm reading. And, uh, you know, just to kind of jump right straight into it, uh, each one gets a max of, of three points each in my book. And so a, the best book of the week would get 15 points maximum. And this week, Birds of, Birds of Prey number three got 15 points. And very surprising. I don't put art on that because I don't want to be biased of a story because of the art. But the art's Even part of the there medium. Are exceptions. It's like the exception is um, Amazing Spider-Man. J.R.R. is... It's, I don't want to talk crap, it's, man, but yeah. he's, he's horrible. And he makes the story even worse. Because as soon as Gleason jumps on the book, the story is not as horrible. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it wasn't as bad. And then, so with Birds of Prey, uh, Leonardo Romero, he's got a good art style, but it's like, it's like a very old-timey art style. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I don't hate it, but I'm not a fan of it. It works. 
And so like if I had art here, this obviously wouldn't be a perfect 15 book. But this year, this this issue was great. Everything okay. about it. I love the I love the the uh the birds that, that that got chosen. So we have who was on the team? Harley Quinn, Barda, um Black Canary, she's the one that gathered everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh Zealot, which I don't know anything about Zealot. I don't know anything about Zealot. She's a Wildstorm character. Yeah. And then we got Maps, uh, who's like the the character. Oh, is from... Maps there? Yeah, she uh, she's from the future. She's not the kid. She's an adult. So <laughs> oh no, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I don't. Wait, I, I thought I Cass. Like the... I thought that's it's not Cassandra Kane. Oh, Ka Cassandra Kane is also on the team. Okay, but Maps a, is but one. a but a future version of Maps. Maps is she was in Gotham Academy. And then she was in some side book, like some some like kind of side stories. Backup, backup story. Yeah. She's like a detective, like a little like a like a kid detective in Gotham. Yeah, you right? know, honestly, kind of like a Tim, right? Like he's yeah, I don't want to say she's a genius or anything like that, like Tim level, but right. she wants to be Robin, she wants to be Batman's Robin. That's what she's doing. Yeah, she does. Stuff. Yeah. And uh but yeah, no, she's a she's a adult here. She's coming back from the past, um, and she can teleport. And okay. she explains that it's not a power of hers. It's she did it. Be, she figured out how to teleport. It's it's just a tool of hers, basically. Okay. And like she she did research to figure out how to do that, and that's yeah. explained in this book. But but you're um, saying this is like a per, this is the perfect fifteen out of fifteen on the Manny yeah, scale. Yeah, like the pace was great. The dialogue. Harley Quinn, I was annoyed that she was on this team because I'm like, yeah. ah, she's getting so much attention. She's getting so much. She makes this book. <laughs> and it's not just. Um, she came up with this crazy plan that I don't really want to spoil, so you should read it. But she came up with this crazy plan that's Black Canary's fault for, for putting her in charge of the plan. Yeah. And uh, there's some like inner mo uh, monologue that, that she does, and she goes, um, I don't know what's worse, the fact that the fact that I'm doing this crazy plan because of Harley and I'm going to kick her ass for it later. Yeah. Or the fact that this plan is working and I have to thank her. <laughs> like, I don't know which one's worse. Right. <laughs> so like, so it's really good. And then like, so not only is that happening, because they are breaking into Themyscira for anyone that's not reading it. They're okay. breaking into Themyscira to, to uh, recover Black Canary's sister. That's just but about as much as we I know after reading it that you know. So that's pretty much it. Uh, Wait, she has so, a sister? Is it older or younger sister? Younger sister. Uh, I already forgot her name. Damn. Is it Sarah? <laughs> but she, it's not Sarah, right? Not Sarah. No. Are they doing what they did on Legends of Tomorrow on the Arrowverse? They're are they going to do not a white Sarah, canary? Yeah. No. So basically, she's being kept there, like not against her her will or anything, but there's okay. something dangerous. That's gonna get to Themyscira that puts her in danger. So okay. she wants to save her, but it's not Sarah. But talking about Themyscira, so they have to sneak in, which it's kind of tough to do when the princess is Wonder Woman, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like the whole like the big bad that of this story. She's not a bad person, but like they need to sneak around her. And uh, in this issue, we get Green Arrow causing some distraction for. Uh, <laughs> In, on that front with okay. Wonder Woman, and again, hilarious dialogue's great. Like as soon as it begins, it, the, before the fight even starts, uh, Oliver's like, 
man, this is going to hurt for a week. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is going to be rough. It, and then you just start to see the punches going, and you're like, yep, that sucks, man. I mean, <laughs> like, Diana would be ruthless. Like, like we've seen, I mean, we've seen Ollie fight other power people, Superman even. But, like, something about Wonder Woman scares me. That's And they actually do that in, like, the last two pages of the book. It's like, Batman is scary. Superman, you you are scared of him, but he's not scary. Yeah. Wonder Woman, you love her, but you don't cross it. <laughs> right. And, and then that's uh, kind of like the book ends. So, but it was, everything, that was a great ride the whole time. Every, like, pace was great. You know, you start with the story that you left off with last issue. You move on from that story. And then you get uh, some more just enough information to want to know what happens in the next issue. Right. But you don't feel like like it's dragging. So like pace was great. Everything about it was great. Logic. I'm telling you, Harley Quinn, like the fact that Harley Quinn made this book go from a logic of of a default two to a three is, is ridiculous. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was a great book. You should definitely catch up on it. Okay. Top of your list. I, I, I wanted to because like I like Birds of Prey. I like when Gail Simone did it um and i like i mean i even did a tiktok video of like who i would put but not in a birds of prey so essentially somebody was like a force you remember a force in marvel it was the all-female avenger team so so someone was like what would dc's version so i created my own like list of like what dc's version like who would be on that team but like birds of prey to me is different than a force because birds of prey to me is more street level it's but the fact is they have big barda and big barda is a new god so i don't know whether i agree with the lineup but if you're saying it's good then it's probably good despite of the lineup because do i need zealot for big barda well she kind of comes in clutch on this issue like again like i don't know anything about her she does something i was like i didn't know that you could do that but that's kind of cool i guess uh and big barda is also another questionable one that she's starting to with this third issue and now i'm starting to be like oh, okay that's that's why she's here okay that makes a little bit more okay. sense uh, no it's just a it's you don't fun. like big Barda? It's, it's been a fun book i don't not like her i just don't really know her okay that's you know, fair. I, I don't really have read you read books. tom king's mr miracle i i tried to not read tom king's stuff even okay. though his supergirl book was like one of the top books of last year yeah uh and then he did uh he did like another book he's doing wonder woman right though. now and I'm not liking it. No, did you read it? No, nah. okay. I read the first. I skimmed the first issue, and then okay. the se- I haven't read the second issue. So, uh, but. I'm not counting him out on Wonder Woman. Like, I know that he's 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 not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not even saying he's my cup of tea. But like, I'm not saying he's doing a bad job of Wonder Woman. I'm not going to say he's doing the best I'm job. Reading. But like, he could be doing the best job. I don't know yet. I, I don't have enough information. I think everybody has the same thing to say about him, which is like he can read, he can write stories. So like a twelve miniseries, wait till he's done and it's a good book. Yeah. Uh, but like I'm reading Danger Street from, yeah. from him right now. Is it over and yet? Did is, it finish all twelve? You know, man, when I read it, that's what I'm saying. Is this over yet? Is this right. over yet? <laughs> it's on issue ten. I read half of <laughs> Danger Street and then I was like, I gotta. I got to pick it up later. Same with, uh, not the question. It was uh, Rorschach. I didn't finish Rorschach because yeah. I was like, ah, oh, this is Man. so much. And it's like, okay. One one thing that he likes to do is he the, the explicitives in, in the characters, like yeah. the, 
the at sign, the exclamation yeah. point, all that. And one guy's character, uh, one guy's like dialogue is nothing but those. So I hate reading it. Like it's funny one time in this one panel, or whatever. But when it's every time this person talks or anytime anybody talks, and all you see are expletives, but you don't see because this is supposed to be a, a black label book, right? So yeah, that's just, weird. Just say the say the word. <laughs> like it's fine. Maybe maybe it's not his brand. Maybe him as a writer. It it really hurts it when I'm reading. And I have to like guess what the next word. Like, what is he saying here? Is he saying hell or is he saying shit or is he saying like like? And and then sometimes it's like you don't use enough characters, so I'm like, oh, so you just do you like uh, it when it, it's word the same word or the same amount of yeah, letters like, as the word? Yeah, like if it's shit and then it's right. four four characters, great, yeah. that makes sense. But like if you use two characters, what, what does that mean? And it would be better if he used like five characters every single time, but at least keep it uniform, right? Yeah. But I don't know, man. It, it, he he drags on, and Danger Street is one of those that's dragging. It's right dragging. Um, I will. I mean, I'll get back to Danger Street and all that, and then I gotta get back to Rorschach and everything. But no rush, no rush. Birds of Prey. I want. I want to get into. I do. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump back in. Now, the question, though, for me is, huh, what is what is my pick of the week? There was one book that made me cry, and I'll end up doing a video on it at some point, but uh, um, I couldn't, you know, before the show. Um, but I don't. Uh, it's not it's not the one that made me cry because I can't I can't pick that as my pick of the week. But I'm going to say, like, a, a, a book that I just enjoyed the most was maybe Shazam number five. That one, that one's my third pick. Okay. So All right. It's, oof. Wait, what I would like you that. give it out of the 15? How did it clear? It, I gave it a 13. Oh. oh. So, so, dialogue and logic, two points. Everything else got three. Okay. But it was default too. Two is default, right? Yeah, default okay. is two. Yeah, exactly. So. so I mean, that's not bad. That's just what'd you like? What'd you like about it? What, what were your first thing? The parts? art, like yes, you can't you can't not talk about the art. Dan Mora on art is amazing. Mary Marvel, by the way, there, there's some. Okay, you just stole that. What'd you say? I was just about to say Mary Marvel, and then you said it. When she comes <laughs> in, um, there's a couple of things with the way they deal with Mary Marvel in this, but. Let's talk superficially. Um, I have never like crushed on Mary Marvel until the movie came out because the actress in the movie. Um, and then she like really like ups it in the second movie, regardless of what you want to say about Shazam too. Like, like I like I liked her a lot. Um, but and then when she appears in this, I'm like, oh, like Any, that's honestly the Mary Marvel I'm getting. The- that's the Dan Mora effect because I felt the same way about I don't know her name but from Doom Patrol the the girl that's like which one the invisible girl but um, Elastigirl he drew, yeah yeah that's her yeah Rita Farr because because he drew her with the uh, Batman Superman World's Finest when Doom Patrol was in it oh yeah first, yeah whatever and I was like I don't know who this is but she's my new crush like thank you Dan Mora like <laughs> Dan Mora effect right like that. You know, you know who really does crushable art 
And it sucks because I've heard he's a shit person um, with shit views. Is Otto Schmidt. I know the name, and I, I wish I could picture that what like what he. There's drawn. an alternate cover for Birds of Prey three, with Black Canary, that. Oh yes, I wanted that, and it, you know what I'm talking I about. It. She's like yeah, holding brass she's got like the. Or like what's the she holding? Gun. What's she holding in her hand? Uh, I don't know, but like I know that she's got like a like a bubble gum coming out. Like, oh okay. Got, like, I mean, it's probably. Gun. I mean. Yeah, if you look up Otto Schmidt, you'll know. He's the one who did DC versus Vampires. Oh, okay. Like, his pinup art is next level. But but that's neither here nor there. Here's the thing. Mary Marvel has been upped to a pretty major DC character these days, right? She's getting power differently than, than Shazam, than Billy, right? Like... And so she has a like a different power source and she's off doing her own thing, which is awesome. But like she shows up in this, she doesn't she doesn't save Billy necessarily. Like she comes in to work with Billy, which I thought was cool in the plot. Right? It wasn't like one was better than the other. Mary Marvel or Shazam. By the way, does she go by Mary Marvel? She goes by Mary Marvel and actually. Did you read the new champion of of Chazam? Where like it talks about her getting her powers back? Yeah. I read that one. I don't the, I guess I missed it then because I didn't I didn't recall that that she was getting her power from like goddesses, like different goddesses and stuff. I think I thought it were. happens in the Lazarus. I think it happens in Lazarus oh, planet. Okay. There's a Lazarus planet okay. tie-in. That's why she said she is she's powered by she has the speed of Zephyrus. Yeah. And so it's and when she when she calls on Shazam, like she she calls Zeus, on the God. Zeus is Shazam, like good like enough. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that was, was really such good, a yeah. cool like that's what that's what I think the Shazam movies were missing is a lot more of that mythology. Yeah. You know, now that you bring that up, I, it's a it's a 14. That logic is, is flawless. Like that logic is is pretty good of good enough. Like she said Shazam, he's tied to that. Yeah. Well, he's like, I can't throw it. I can't throw. I can't throw the lightning bolt. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I like it. (laughs) And all the other gods are like, throw the lightning bolt. (laughs) I loved, I love the part where, where he's acting out of, he's acting out of character. And she's like, wait a minute. This is weird. You're reckless. You're blah, blah, blah. And she goes through it and she goes, the gods are controlling you. And then the cut to the gods being like, Oh shit! She figured us out. You are like, you. You changed the whole thing here because yeah, I don't know why I said logic was only a two, but it, it's definitely a three. Like, I mean, is I, it, I'm is it Mark it on Wade? My phone right now. Yeah, it is Mark Wade. Mark I mean, Wade. Mark Wade. Yeah, he can do no wrong. <laughs> I would. Oh, I will. I will eat a shoe if at any point Mark Wade comes out as like a bad person in real life. I just, I don't want to believe that, you know? Not that anything's no. ever been said. I'm just saying it would suck because he does such amazing work and I would eat a shoe and be like, okay. Like, I've never heard of Ted the gorilla, but I hate him. I hate that gorilla. Oh, yeah, I think just he was just because of Mark <laughs> Okay, then yeah, he, he did such a good job of, like, even though he hasn't really done anything bad, he's just such a hateable character because... Yeah. who he is and how mark Wade writes him and stuff yeah 
did we the last time you were on this episode was that the week that there was justice league versus godzilla versus kong yeah okay did you ever read it or no no then and, and it's funny that you brought that up because i went into my comic book shop today and they have a new poster of the cover of justice league versus king kong versus godzilla this huge like backlit poster and everything i'm like i need to get to that maybe <laughs> possibly <laughs> i i mean i told you like Grod is like, oh my god, there's a there's an ape god. And he's like, what? I don't know. I thought it was just a cool yeah. moment. Like, can you imagine, you know? I just don't think that's in in character for Grod, right? Like, would he do that? Would he say that? I think I think it's I think because what I think is funny is Ted in this book says praise grod or oh, something like that right oh my god like yeah, oh my god both saw it they're oh my god <laughs> right which i think is really cool because grod is revered by the people you know that revere him right. that being said kong is a god's god and i thought that that yeah, was like the one person who would who would make grod feel small because grod never feels small right right, right. it'd be king kong like yeah I just no, think it was cool. It, it was uh, it's super cool. Um, but yeah, no, now that I'm thinking about this this book, there were so many good moments in this. And then it ends, like, Bill, well, it ends, right before it ends, Billy is like, look. Oh, yeah. That, you got no other choice. I don't understand, yeah. You got no other choice. I'm your champion. You listen to me. That's it. And then Freddy pops up and goes, I'll be your champion. And it's like, what? Freddy guy forget this guy I'm right here what <laughs> I mean I that do was think, interesting I do think it would be cool for Freddy to get the powers of Shazam and and then Billy to get a new power set like a new a new six gods you know I think it's gonna be a fake out I think yeah Freddy's I want Freddy to have powers also I want the return of the Shazam family, the family. from before new 52 i feel like they're talking about that so much in this in these last few issues that it's got to happen right like they, mark wouldn't just keep bringing them back up and oh yeah shazam family shazam family and then be like yeah that's never gonna happen again like right i feel like it's got i don't back. want the shazam family to be from the same source i don't i never oh, like each one get that would because be that's cool. how it used to be. Uh, it used to be there were three Shazams. There was, or there's three Captain Marvels. There was Captain Marvel, Mary Marvel, Captain Marvel Jr. And each of their S-H-A-Z-A-M stood for something different because they were all powered by different gods. I think. No, Captain Marvel Jr. was powered by Captain Marvel. But then Black Adam's S-H-A-Z-A-M was different gods. So those three were 6, 12, 18 different cool. gods. I feel like that would be too much research, I guess, for whoever's writing that book. I mean, they've like, already oh, man, planned gotta, it out. I Honestly, <laughs> you know what I would love? Something that I don't think they've ever done. What if you got a Captain Marvel powered by some new gods? Like the like the new gods from New like Genesis, Apocalypse, yeah. and all that. Yeah, New Genesis. I never, I just never saw them as actual gods. They're supposed though, like, to just, be. Though. They're thought. supposed to be the the. They're supposed to be the new gods they just don't meddle with powered, earth one, one got powered by one of the, like the the all father or whatever and then 
And the, what's the guy's name? The, the son of Apocalypse. Or, oh, uh, or, Orion. That's, that's true. Or Orion. Orion yeah. just shows up and he's like, "If you don't, if you don't like listen to me, I'll tell my father to stop." <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Like that'd be yeah. pretty funny. Because I mean, I think the new gods. I mean, their whole thing is they just don't meddle with Earth. Apocalypse meddles a little bit, right? And it just would be cool to see like, and you can introduce new like new gods that we've never seen that start with S H A Z A M. Uh, as long as maybe like one of them is somebody you've seen before, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of of like different gods because especially you can start going into like it doesn't have to be Greek gods or right. Roman. It can go right. Egyptian gods. You can go, you got all well, that's, sorts of Yeah, different... that's um, Black Adams, I think is Egyptian. But like, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're right. Like you can like you can do like Native American gods. I was gonna say aspects, you know, you yeah. can do those. It'll be it'd be interesting. I mean, how crazy are they are correct me if I'm wrong. Could it be could it be could it be the other Shazam family kids get powered by their ethnic heritage? Is it too much? I don't know. Would it be too far? Same thing. I don't think that's too far. I think that would be like a way to embrace their nationality, you know, yeah. like, hey, this is these are my gods and these are the, the ones that are proud of me. And if like uh one of them was just like, you know, I don't know much about my like my heritage when it comes to right. that, these these guys can, you know, it's just a good way to just bring different stories and bring about character growth and stuff like that. So I think that would be pretty great. I was thinking, literally thinking the same thing again, yeah. and, and you said it. So <laughs> give them all different sources, you know. Yeah, I I, I think it's cool. That'd like cool. Grant Morrison, I think has brought in like um with his like with their multiversity stuff, the Australian uh Thunder God. You know what I'm talking about? There's like in the DC multiverse, there's like a Thor analog called I forget what he's called, but he's the aboriginal thunder god so he's thor but there so yeah um anyway um that's pretty cool yeah there's like there's so many things to explore but shazam yeah shazam 5 is my pick my pick of the week um if you're if you're not reading shazam you should definitely read i think so that's a great book yeah yeah it's all I mean, I really I really think that like you could just read anything Mark Wade wrote, like writes. And it's a yeah, it's gonna be a solid book. Yeah, no, Shazam was actually my second pick, but literally right before we started this show, I finished reading Transformers 2. Yeah. And well, actually, I lied. I was gonna say Transformers took the spot, but now after revising my uh my my points and stuff, Shazam is my number two pick Transformers. Okay. Is my number three pick. What is it, your number? What's your number three? To, Transformers number two. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about to, Transformers uh, number two. I'm not a huge Transformers fan. Like okay. I was telling you earlier, like I have no nostalgia be- behind it. I watched uh, Beast Wars. That was my Transformers. Okay. So right? yes, like, '90s kids. We grew up on Beast Wars. People don't realize that. Yep. Like, yeah, for me, Transformers didn't mean anything. Like nope. Beast Wars was our Transformers. And then the movies came mm-hmm. out and I liked the movies. That's where I really got into Transformers. But like Beast Wars exactly. was yeah. 
and like and i understood they were connected and stuff but like yeah, yeah beast wars you know I, I like the animals right like right. those are great uh so when like people are talk to me about transformers and like autobots like oh, no no those like, are 80s I'm, I'm not kids. about rolling out i'm a 90s kid and so yeah and so like this is very uh, still like very 80s centric so again i don't know much about transformers I, i'm sure there's some panels that i'm like that's an easter egg isn't it i don't it's going right over my head but yeah that's an easter egg for sure uh but with my tiny 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 knowledge of transformers this is such a good book and yeah uh, daniel warren johnson is the artist and the writer that's crazy uh, he it's so what so one of my favorite panels is my favorite panel from this week is from transformers uh we get to see the autobots waking up on earth like they yeah. have been they crash landed uh they have been offline and in the issue one we see them wake up and so it opens with uh optimus prime going into the forest and he's like this is so so beautiful and he takes one step forward yeah issue number two and he takes one step forward and he steps on a deer like oh. it is just like so like you you mentioned like you were crying you, you cried at, at a book yeah. like this was just sad because he's like he is so apologetic about it he's like i am so sorry like i did not know i should have known better like i'm so sorry and then the kid comes like from behind him. he's like hey i saw everything it's not your fault it was an accident it's it's okay and he's like no i should have known better i should not have done this and it's it's kind of like emotional like i yeah. I, mean, I was just like damn that that sucks <laughs> but do you think uh, about his voice? Into, like, Do you imagine his voice from like? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And then we get from that beautiful moment of like, that's how much he cares about life and like beauty and like that's how who he is. And then we see, we get a fight scene with Starscream, who's like just like learning his powers. Basically, he's he's a, a plane and he's fighting these uh these uh, gunfighters uh in the air and they eject right like the, he he hit their plane so they eject out. And they're two, I think they're brothers. And, you know, so one goes one way, the other one goes over here. And as soon as this guy, like, gets his parachute out, Starscream's, like, in his face, and he just smacks him. And you see the splat. Like, you yeah. see, it's just... Well, it's like, in the first issue, wow. isn't there one where he's outside the bar, and he picks up the guy, and he just squeezes him? And he just squeezes him. Like, it's so brutal, man. Like, yeah. He's not holding back. Daniel Warren Johnson's, like, not holding back on the brutality that can't happen with giant robotics alien i like the i like the characterization that like starscream likes to kill because i oh, mean we we he, know that like he's, he's like megatron's right hand man he wants to be the king sure yeah. but like i like the idea that like if megatron isn't even as bloodthirsty as starscream no megatron no. is power thirsty yeah yeah starscream's like starscream no just let me kill just, people i'm just trying to have fun yeah. and that's his fun like oof it's, yeah. it's brutal and, yeah yeah it's cool that this is like a new image universe because image is doing a couple different universes yeah they yeah, got the man, they, they, they got the massive verse right massive verse. then they got energon verse the energon verse are they doing this... oh they're doing um the monster verse. they're doing the dracula universal oh. ho uh, hollywood monsters would you say that mark miller's verse is in this because it is image i mean technically yeah well this is skybound which is robert kirkman's so 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, Energon versus Robert Kirkman's. Not that Invincible and and Walking Dead will cross over with this, but like But they might. He I mean, he has his label on the thing. The skybound yeah. labels on it with image. You know? Did you ever did you ever read a Oblivion song? That's also, that's another skybound. Oh, no. And it's Robert Kirkman. Wait, but Oblivion it's, it's song. Like... No. Void Rivals. I, I read the first issue. And that's the yeah. Energon verse. That's the Energon verse. So the the same. So Robert Kirkman and uh, Lorenzo De Felici, something okay. like that. Uh, they're the ones on Void Rivals. Same team for for Oblivion Song. So you got okay. you got kind of like the the gist of how, the feelings that he does. But Oblivion Song is another good one, which is just about um, an alternate dimension and okay. like us figuring out that there is an alternate dimension and immediately like harvesting it for resources and things like that sometimes yeah that. how do we <laughs> yeah how do we uh, uh take advantage of it um yeah. why aren't you reading x-men books because i'll give my yes. my quick thing about these three x-men books that came out this week why aren't you why don't you read much. it's just so much why don't you I... just pick a title that you like and then go with that because i did that for like a year a year and a half maybe and i always felt left behind i always felt like not you just have to have x-men friends so you just talk about it and that's it (laughs) i never i was i never had my cup filled basically with it it's like it's always like they're talking about something that happened in last week's book and i have no idea like it's they're referencing it and and i don't know and i hate i I don't like that yeah i I mean all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a quick uh preview of what's been happening in x-men right now quick update so we got Uncanny Spider-Man number three. So here's the thing. Night, uh, this focuses around Nightcrawler pretending to be, uh, well, essentially taking on the alias of Spider-Man in a way, like he's his own Spider-Man. But there's been a couple of Spider-Men in New York City. So people are like, okay, it's a new Spider-Man. Fine, whatever, you know? But people don't think that he's a mutant because mutants are hated um, yeah. right now. And they're getting rounded up and uh, either deported or killed or whatever. So like things are really bad for mutants right now. And so Nightcrawler is trying to uh, make up for like some stuff that he did when he was kind of mindless. He was like this mindless demon beast. And then he killed a couple people. And so he's trying to make up for it. And uh, so he's doing that as this uncanny Spider-Man. But then you have Orcus trying to hunt him down and one of the scientists at orcas is adrian tombs the vulture and so there's like this whole thing and then they also hire silver sable to hunt down kurt also at the same time nightcrawler um mystique has amnesia and she's going through some stuff and so um kurt is trying to help his mother so there's that whole thing but here's the thing silver sable and him Start getting it on. Yeah, I saw a couple of preview uh, uh, panels on Instagram. Of this, of was it what I posted when they uh, kiss? I think yours is one of them, but like mm. there's been a couple of different people just like yeah. showing the. Well, like, in, hey, look at that. in this issue, you see a silhouette of them having sex. <laughs> no, well, on a rooftop, and so Silver Sable is essentially like, "Look, I'm hired for a job." But but in my contract, I have downtime. 
Like I'm not my job 24 seven in that downtime. We can, you know, we can be into each other. And then when I put that helmet on and it's, it's time, I'm going to be hunting you. So there's this like Batman Catwoman sort of thing. I can't stop like imagining that at that moment, it's just, you just see a bam. (laughs) It's just like, why? But like, I don't know. That's just so Kurt funny. isn't scared. That's the thing. Like, what's cool about Kurt's Kurt? His personality is very like adventurous. It's very like performative. I think that's what it is. Like, whatever he does is performative, right? And we all know like real life people that are like that. Me, a lot of the time, where it's like sometimes life is just a performance. Kurt's like that because he grew up as a as a you know acrobat, right? But uh, I don't know. It's cool. And I never would have thought that they would match up Silver Sable and him. But they're both from Eastern Europe. Well, it's pretty random. Yeah. But they're but like they're both from like very similar areas. So one thing one thing I don't understand, like I know it's like the uh, suspension of belief and stuff. But yeah, we're reading comics. We're reading comics. Like, not everything's going to make sense. But like I don't understand the hate for x-men like it made sense when it came out it made sense all the way up to like 2000 but like i don't understand when like in in world the hate for x-men but not hate for like meta humans right you know what i mean like someone has power like the hulk nobody hates the hulk for being the hulk like they hate him for they hate him for like his his uh rage that like he's dangerous blah blah but they don't hate him because he's a meta human Right. You know well, so, so they don't hate Spider-Man. Nobody hates Spider-Man. People hate him. He's got powers. Not no, because he has Spider-Man. powers, but that's the thing about hate, right? <laughs> real life hate. People who are racist in real life, they don't outright, they don't, like, I guess at the surface level go, I hate you because your skin's brown. It's, I hate you for the ideals. I hate you for what brown people do right it's kind of like that there's like x-men has that radical group right that that like is against against humans or against uh mutants against mutants yeah uh well i mean orcus is the big bad right now let's let's just take orcus like orcus why aren't they putting any energy into like finding um what's his name uh uh, spider-man or why did they they never cared about Miss Marvel until she wore the X-Men suit? Right. Right. Because like, it's a, politi- the, it's a political move. Where's that's, the line? That's the yeah. whole thing. That's the thing about social constructs. Social constructs, sure, they're social constructs. They're not built naturally into things, but it doesn't mean that they're not real. Like social constructs are still real because we give them weight, right? And so, like, race is a social construct. Like there's no breakdown of race the way we think of race. There just isn't, you know? Um, But the fact is we draw lines in the sand on what race is and thus race matters historically, you know, past, present, and future. With the mutants though, because I've thought about that, like that gets brought up a lot, right? Like why do people hate mutants, but they're okay with Captain America or they're, they're, maybe they hate Hulk. but like it's not in the same way right or like they're okay with uh iron man he's not a he doesn't have powers but like he's still just as powerful as like any well uh, you could be afraid that he's unchecked right but like at least iron man doesn't have powers 
And here's here's the thing with Which mutants. Ridiculous. The, the, the drawing line in the sand is that mutants will replace you. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah. I, I, and I get to, that, to me I when I look now. at it, that's that's I mean, this is warranting a bigger, longer conversation, but yes, it's the whole you they shall not replace us. So what happened in the early days of like X-Men and mutants and stuff, there's this like thing in universe where like an artist drew a sketch of like, this is what the mutants, like the mutant run world would look like. And it's a picture of like a mutant with a whip and humans like toiling on the ground. Right. So that humans eventually will be subservient to mutants. So that was like anti-mutant propaganda that was written back in the early days of X-Men. But I mean, it still continues because it's that idea of, of, my literal genetic code is obsolete now. And then that's it causes the problems. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the best argument I've heard, yeah. Spider-Man doesn't seem like, like... The, the fear isn't that all the people are going to be Spider-Man in the future, but mm-hmm. all the people are going to be mutants. And it doesn't really matter because your son is going to be a mutant or your grandson eventually, but it does matter to people because they don't want that. They don't want it. Yeah, that makes zero sense. And it's funny too, because then you have things like My Hero Academia, where it's like uh, <laughs> everyone's a mutant. You know, if you right. want to really look at it, and like the outliers, the humans that have no powers. But right. That's. that's I mean, just, DC. Like you said, that's DC another conversation. Deals with metahumans in a different way as well. You know, yeah. each kind of universe deals a little different. But that's essentially my my understanding and my theories when it comes to X Men is that it's the replacement angle. It's not the powers. Everybody has a checks and balances with the powers, but the mutant part is is a thing. And also the fact that, well, twofold, mutants are united under the label of mutants. Whenever you label people, you're essentially creating a club for them, right? right? Whether or not that label means anything, you create a club, you know, for better or for worse. Um so there's that. So all the mutants creating a mutant island of Krakoa that's only for mutants. It's like, why aren't you letting yeah. me in my in your club? I'm entitled you to want to be in. Like, you know? don't want to be in the club. Exactly. But that's so. I mean, these are real world things, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's also the idea of um what was I? Um mutants and 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 whatnot. There there was another point that I had, but yeah, that's uh Oh, those I mean, are, those these are, are big, good points. They, yeah. They make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were gonna talk about your three books though, the three yeah. X books. Yeah. So <laughs> so Uncanny Spider-Man number three. I, I went over that. I think it's uh it's cute, it's nice. X-Force number 46. Um, so the for the past however many years, Colossus has been like a un, like a like a mole in the in the x-men in the x-force because not because of his own um want but basically his brother mikhail rasputin has another guy that's working for him so there's this guy who he writes a story on his typewriter and it makes it real so like he so essentially he took over colossus's self by writing about colossus right so Colossus has oh, okay. been a double agent or a mole in the X-Force, in the X-Men from afar. And he kills his like girlfriend and he buries her. And like, this is, this has been a couple of years. So we finally deal with Mikhail Rasputin being like, oh, 
now we've all found out. Okay, so let's deal with this. And so, um, I don't know. It's been a couple of years in the making. It wasn't as big as I wanted it to be, but at least we're getting it done. Uh, that was X Force Forty Six. Yeah. What'd you say? So at least they didn't drop it. Like it's just like, oh yeah, right. We started that, but no, don't worry right. about it. It's like okay, whatever. Uh, and then X Men Red Seventeen. This one was actually close to being my pick of the week. Um, we're dealing with a lot of Mars antics. Uh, Apocalypse is back. He says a couple cool lines. Um, and I thought it was like kind of nice. So uh, there's a retcon that they did. So essentially, Apocalypse, his original four children, his by blood were death, famine, pa- pestilence, and war. And so then he named his horsemen of Apocalypse after his own children. It's a retcon, right? That's why he did it. So death ends up killing pestilence and death because and death is on um, Storm's side. There's two there's two warring armies. And so Apocalypse shows up and he says to death, he goes, oh, you're on this side. I'm impressed by you. And I thought that was nice. It was just this nice father son moment. I thought it was. Yeah, I'm proud. It's like, oh, you picked Storm side. Good. Good work. Very nice. Yeah. Um, but like things are ramping up right now. It's very X-Men Red is very like world buildy, like Dune. It's very science fiction epic, like going into depth for all these different things. And so if that's your your cup of tea, I love it. Not that I love Dune, but I love this. It's something I can care about, you know. Um, what else did you read this week? I think we both read Batman. We both did. The mad, the mad, the mind bomb begins. The explosive mind bomb. Mind bomb begins. I texted a friend earlier. I said, if I hadn't read the last 10, 12 issues of Batman, I would think that this is a pretty good beginning for this story. Because it is, but it's I can't let go of what we've been through with Batman this last. Like he's still he's still having the problem with uh, Zuranar. Yeah, he still got the hand, which I feel like they're gonna retcon it at some point. They're gonna right. fix his hand. Like he's got all that. But Joker, as like when they said they they were bringing back Joker, I kind of rolled my eyes. And then they bring out three. But jokers. it was good. Yeah, and then they brought up the three Jokers and stuff, and that's like, oh, this is interesting. This is very. And then they brought up like like you were saying the night. And the uh, the um, yeah. the last man who laughed or whatever uh, like, who stopped laughing yeah who stopped laughing, uh, so they brought that up, but I just want to know how like how I guess this is everybody's thing is how does the Joker know what he knows like okay we know that he knows who Bruce is but how does he know that he's going through these mind problems how does he know that he's going through how was he able to activate Zernal like. Yeah, well, there is a backup story in one of the previous issues where it shows, like, the first time Zuranar goes up against Joker, he, like, almost kills him, and the Joker notices that, like, Batman's different. So I think he realized years ago, it's like the start of of Zuranar, that Bruce has that in his mind. And also, he's pretty, man... Every time, like it's very predictable of the Joker, but either way, even even with it being predictable, like the way he set up those dolls, and like the, the storyline of Batman, like I was like, damn man, like calm down, man. right? Yeah, <laughs> can we can we not just fight? Can we not? Yeah, like, you, you don't have to hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, 
the happiest day of your life when your parents died like what <laughs> yeah yeah um it was a uh, it was it was surprisingly good and like uh, had a logical flow to it okay because have, have you been liking the past couple of issues of not Batman? really and also gotham war and ended really bad gotham war was bad man like you called it like the whole everything that you said about gotham war i 100 agree it was just bad yeah i just i, I wish know. they would listen to me <laughs> you know because i have i have <laughs> and, some ideas on how to take how to take batman further but you know creating new stuff with it but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I hope they're they're setting him up for something big. I kind of want him to to pass the torch. Well, at least no, like, like yeah. I told you this once. Like like the Flash, Barry Allen passed the torch to Wally, right? For who knows how many years, a couple of years, and now now it's happened again. And Batman has whenever Batman passes the torch, it's like, hey, this is gonna be like a no no more than one year thing, and I'm, then I'm back. All right, let's. Let's not play any, any games here. Um, right. I just I like I would like the idea kind of how like Barbara Gordon is Batgirl and uh Stephanie Brown yeah. and Cass uh Cassandra Kane. It would be nice that if Batman maybe nobody's Batman, but maybe he you know is is not suiting up as much because he puts his team out there to be there and he stays at home and maybe works on being a father and a husband. Like you just said, like no one, no one is Batgirl. There's not one Batgirl. There's there's three. Yeah, right? and and that's okay. And it, it is a little confusing at times, but uh, but it's still like you know who they are. And it could it could work like that. But in yeah. this issue, he literally says like, uh, "I'm still like falling out with the family," and I I understand he's like in that dark place right now and all that. Yeah. But one thing that like rubbed me the wrong way was how he like talked about Jason. It was just like, oh, Jason kind of w- had to run in with these people as if he didn't just like break his entire world. Yeah. A couple of issues ago, like you you were just a huge dick and you're still talking about like, oh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're yeah. just having a little tiff. So, 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 yeah, so I don't know what's going on deal. with this and why why they're doing that, but it is what it is. I I did like this issue, but I also I read Joker, the man who stopped laughing number 12 and. It was weird. I don't know. They basically they they're leaning into that there's multiple jokers. And like like good for them, finally, I guess. I mean, they had the three jokers thing, and that sucked. Yeah. I don't want multiple jokers. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I mean, like the the explanation from three jokers was bad. So maybe they're trying to retcon it and be like, hey, this is the actual three jokers. And maybe that'll be good, but there's little i have little faith right and they keep saying three jokers but two jokers because one died in three jokers so like jason killed one well i i don't think that's i don't think that three jokers is canon the three jokers mentioned from from the justice league 50 up to now is probably what it's definitely what like uh incurred like that's why they told the story but I think that they were trying to go to this route. Something happened. Because I know that something happened between like Watchmen and Doomsday and all that stuff. Yeah. Like something happened within the com- the company that they were like, oh, well, there's this three Jokers thing. Let's just do this like Elseworld story. Right. With and Jack now Johns. It's like, but it wasn't Elseworlds. I think yeah. it's in continuity. I don't think so. 
Okay. Because think about like Jason kissing Batgirl. Yeah, it's weird. Like, That's why I'm, it sucks. Every, everything about it wasn't in continuity with the, with the current continuity. You know what I mean? And a lot of things happened in between with all these crises and Dark Knight's death metal and you had Final Crisis. So like a lot of things could could be explained to be like, oh yeah, the three jokers that you read by Jeff Johns, that's actually not canon. Here's the actual three jokers thing. And that's why they put JL 50 and not three jokers. You see what I'm saying? Like they didn't say they didn't reference the book three jokers, they referenced Justice League 50 yeah. when we first found out about the three jokers. So, All right, maybe. And I refuse to believe that three jokers is canon. So if even if someone from DC said, no, 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 that's still canon. I'm gonna be like you're stupid. So <laughs> maybe they're trying to distance themselves from Jeff Johns. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I don't. Why would they want to do that? Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. So Amazing Spider-Man 37. I liked I just, it. Oh, we don't need. No, we don't need to talk about. You it. don't like it. We can. We can end the show. Rec rap. Come on, man. I like, like rec rap. You don't like rec rap? No. No. Rec rap is just bizarro. Time. Rec rap is just bizarro for Spider-Man. And that's the fun of it's it. Been, it's been fun, guys. This is my last time on this show. <laughs> okay, do you do you like Bizarro from Superman? I tolerate Bizarro. So you don't tolerate and I, and I like some of, I, And I like some of his stories. Like some of the Bizarro storylines can be emotional and they have, like they give him good character growth. I understand yeah. that Red Crap is only like a couple of months old. Yeah. But I hate Red Crap. Okay. That's I don't fair. dislike him. I don't look. I hate <laughs> i think i'd be willing to bet in a year's time i'm gonna give it a year in a year's time you're gonna oh, be on my man. side nope his dialogue man like that but that's the whole point well dialogue. he's kind of like bizarro meets batmite he's very kind of batmitey right because he's a fan of spider-man yes, yes. which is bad you don't that's like bad. you don't like no, it's wang in time no man no i think it'd be he, every I think time he, he's on the page i was like it's God. only a matter of time till he teams up with daredevil or not daredevil deadpool it's only a matter of time till he teams up with deadpool i really hope if that happens deadpool is annoyed by him like deadpool's like no it would be funny to, to have like, deadpool would... annoyed at him <laughs> like other people are annoyed at deadpool these are stories i i do want to see i'm not even talking ironically that would be fun i would appreciate that but I don't want it. I don't want anything. <laughs> I want Rec Rap to be in limbo and stay there. Don't okay. ever come back out. Just go back to hell. Do, <laughs> do you like? Back to hell. Do you like the? Do you like the designs of his enemies though? Like Kraken the Hunter. I do like all that. Yes, but okay. I, I think really the main issue is is the the, the talking man, the dialogue. Oh. I I don't like to have to read that. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's very, know it's very cartoony, sense. and maybe Rec Rap works better as a like physical cartoon because he's very slapsticky, yeah. and so like maybe he'd work better in like a medium like animation. But like, because no. he keeps doing this thing of like, I look just, I know I look just like him, and they're like, you don't yeah. look just like Spider Man. I know you can barely tell the difference. Also, it, it's also Ed McGinnis is. I won't say he's got a bad art. I just don't like the style. It's it's good art. I just don't really like the blocky. Yeah, style I like that he has. 
I, uh, I, uh, his action or his, his designs are very action figurey. In fact, I have one of his action yeah. figures from Superman Batman from back in the day. It's Natasha Irons, uh, steel, her action figure. Okay. And so, but anyway, his, his, cause remember there was a whole toy line based off of his artwork. Yeah. 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 And like, and I get it, and like, it does, it, it is appealing at times, but right now, I'm just not into it. Uh, it's not. I, a, like, I think you could be sad. I think, I think there's some. I think there's rec more rec crap to no. come. No, I, I'm like, I don't even want to read the next issue because it's still rec crap. It's still like he's still gonna be. Yeah, but there. the gang war is coming. How do you feel about the way that they're doing that? Uh, like the the gang war every time. It, uh, the last, I want to say, three issues. They put a page or two of the gang war and then they move on. I don't know if I like that. I'm I'm looking forward to a street level crossover event. That's what I want. I want a street level crossover yeah. event. And so like be. She-Hulk, I think, is jumping in, Iron Fist, and like those street level Very heroes. I'm all for that. Um Very as long level, as it stays street level. As long as it doesn't end with a huge monster walking through uh New York City, I think I'm good. But like they're setting up, they're setting up Count Nefaria, they're setting up Hammerhead, Silvermane, right? It wasn't there like a. I saw uh, Electra's Daredevil. I didn't see uh, Daredevil, the other guy, the actual Daredevil. Oh, yeah. But I did see Electra. Okay. Matt. Whatever. Yeah. Father Matt, right? right? Father, whatever. Father, Father Matt. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually been pretty. It's still another. Oh, that's not Chips with ours. Yeah. I don't know. That is. Oh no, no, no you're oh, right. It's Saladin Ahmed. Yeah, now. Yeah. Saladin Ahmed. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So you don't like rep rap, rep rap. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna. Um. I gotta talk quick about uh some of the stuff. Marvel Unleashed number four made me cry. Marvel Unleashed. That's the Pet Avengers one. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? Oh uh, no, I, I have not read it. Purposely so. making you cry. There's okay they in the first. A, did they hurt an animal. Yes. Oh, I get So there's in the first issue. There's a new character that's introduced. A dog that has no owner, that is not loved by anyone. This dog is just a street, a stray street dog, and she finds D-Man's mask in the trash. Remember D-Man, Demolition Man, D-Man. He looks like Wolverine and Daredevil put together. So D-Man's mask is in it, and she goes, okay, I'm D-Dog, and I'm going to be a hero, and I'm going to be the best hero, and she doesn't have any powers, you know? And so she teams up with Lockjaw and Red Wing, who's Falcon's Falcon, and uh, uh, Chewie the Flurkin. Like, she teams up with all of them, and then they go up against Blackheart, which is Mephisto's son, Blackheart. Like... The son of the devil, essentially, who wants to bring his devil army into the the human world. And there's they talk about in issue one. I don't want to tell you how issue this issue ends. I cried. I can't. It's 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 I don't I don't know why. Well, the purpose of this, I think the purpose of this miniseries is to make you cry. And because in the first issue, they say that all pets who die. They go to the Rainbow Bridge and they meet their owners at the Rainbow Bridge so they can be in like heaven together. They get to cross together. 
and they said that D-Dog has nobody, so D-Dog will be alone. Why? Why would they do that? It's Why would you say that? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're purposely hurting yeah. us. And so D-Dog says, okay, I okay, that's fine. Like, it's just because nobody loves D-Dog, right? D-Dog doesn't have an owner. And so when D-Dog so dies, assuming... like, D-Dog will never have anyone. So I'm assuming issue four, D-Dog dies. She's at the Rainbow Bridge and there's nobody there. You want me to tell you? <laughs> uh, sure, if you want to. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Spoilers. <laughs> D-Dog, D-Dog dies and D-Dog goes to the <laughs> Rainbow Bridge and there isn't anyone. And D-Dog says, okay, there's nobody there, but at least uh, I like died a hero, right? And keep in mind, D-Dog has no powers. And D-Dog just has this ratty trash mask. And uh, Throg, Frog Thor, comes in and says, like, all the all the animals meet D-Dog on the Rainbow Bridge. And it is the Bifrost Bridge, which is I thought was interesting because those are two different ideas that they made. They're like, it's one Rainbow Bridge. And so Throg says that he pulled a few strings and since you died a hero, you get to go to Valhalla. Let's say, yeah. Like... And so D Dog goes to Valhalla, and then the Valkyries take D Dog. And so, like, D Dog dies, though. I was thinking that it was going to be more of a Throg comes in and is like, hey, we're all waiting for you. We couldn't all fit at the bridge. So right. we have another location. Like, we have been waiting for you. You're not alone. Right. But well, I but, thought I mean, they were going to find D-Dog on the bridge and bring her back to life. Because he says, I pulled a few strings. And I was like, oh, pulled a few strings it's... and bring her back to life. No. She's a dog that dies of fighting demons. Is this the last issue? Yeah. Oh, no. That's kind of sad. But, I mean, as a Valkyrie, you know that she'll probably show back up. I, I, I want her to show back up, right? Like, I hope from yeah. now on... When the Valkyries show, they have a they have a horse that flies. They also got a dog, you know. What kind of dog? Is it's a mutt. Thing? It's not like any specific kind of looking dog, like a German Shepherd kind of Shepherd Hound kind of dog. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's what it. it I was crying. That's, I was like, why, why are they doing this to me, man? It's it's sad and and happy. Sad both. It's. Both. Well, because it ends, and I was like, it ends with, like, the living ones just being like, we're heroes. And I'm like, ah, like. The, the body, the body in the background. No, not with the body in the background. But, like, it's <laughs> it's sad. And I'm, uh, uh anyway. Um, so there's that. All right. Uh, before we get going, I want to just, I want to, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, number eight, uh, dealing with group fall. It's kind of a slower issue, but it's been a really good run, so it's worth checking out. Um, Superman 78, The Metal Curtain, number one. It's a sequel to the Superman 78 sequel comic series. So Superman 1 and 2, and then it's the first Superman 78 miniseries that deals with Brainiac. And then this one introduces the Russians as kind of an antagonist, which I thought was kind of a cool period piece sort of situation. 
So this is the new series for Superman 78. And then there's going to be a Batman, another Batman 89 series that's coming out as well. So both of them, but they're both in different time periods. So it is what it is. Um, but I don't know. It was a good start uh, to it. And then um, Punisher number one. I did want to mention Punisher number one deals with a new Punisher. He doesn't originally go in being the Punisher. He just happens to have like light up chest plates. So he's like, oh, people think I'm the Punisher. Whatever, they're off my tail. He's an ex-Shield agent whose family whose family gets gets blown up. And why why does that have to be the origin of every Punisher? Like that's yeah. what somebody was saying. That <laughs> it's on. essentially it's the like, same origin. It's that his family dies. That. But like I think they need that for the Punisher. But he's not. So it's kind of like it's this is kind of like Punisher the Shield agent. So there are powers. There are special weapons and gadgets and that sort of thing. So what if Punisher was a secret agent? I don't know. It might be something that people like and might not be something people like. Um, it's an okay start. He fights uh, Mr. Hyde. So, you know, you know, Mr. Hyde? I'm seeing, no, I'm seeing like five issues top so far. You're, you think it's going to end at five? think so yeah i mean i I really don't i don't care about this character at all but i think this it'll at least go six issues they'll finish and they'll make one graphic novel and that'll be it um yeah but it's it's a media it's a it was a good start but kind of a media like leading to like a mediocre series i don't think it's gonna be bad i don't think it'd be great i just wanted to touch on that before we get going um any final thoughts before we get going manny no, I mean, I think this has been pretty, like, I only read three-fourths of my books, but, like, so far, my lowest book was thirty uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 37 with a grand total of seven. Okay. So, and I try to give, I never, I, I never give zero. I never give zero points. It's either a one, two, or three. So, right. at least he can get is a five, and it got a, it got a seven. So. Okay. All right. All right. So, but, yeah. And uh, I think Dark Ride, if you haven't read Dark Ride, it's like Dark Disney, Devil Disney, Land, everything. Yeah. Uh, we got a huge revelation at the end of this book. This is issue number 10. Um, but like if, if that kind of stuff, like theme parks and things, um, conspiracy theories, if that interests you, Dark Ride. All right. Go pick it up. All right. Sounds Joshua good. Joshua Williamson. Is yeah, the- that's right. Um, thank you, Manny, so much for coming on the show. Um, before we get going, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, I am on all social medias. It's going to be at Manny Reads Comics. And uh, I don't really have anything coming up. Uh, I may or may not start doing a little podcast on my side uh, as well, but that's to be determined. Okay. All right. <laughs> if I good. do, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you to uh, anyone out there who is uh, listening and or watching. If you're watching us live, you're watching us twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show, or you listen to us live wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. If you're online on social media, our two biggest ones are Instagram and TikTok at the Keeg Show, but we're also on threads and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff at the Keeg Show or slash the Keeg Show. But Instagram and TikTok are our two biggest social media platforms. Now that the strike is over, the SAG after strike, we will be having to do more podcast episodes, especially on the uh, content that came out during the strike. So 
I will be having to go um, full throttle to, to, to make that work, but there's a lot of uh, stuff that we will be talking about, you know, uh, Blue Beetle, the movie, um, and, and Ahsoka, and Loki, and Secret Invasion, which, you know, I got a lot of <laughs> thoughts about that one, so it might be our rantiest episode. Because normally we don't rant, but that might be a ranty episode. So definitely stay tuned uh, for that. There's a lot of key content. Comic Talk, which is this show, is every Thursday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then we got the key talks on the weekends. And then we'll probably get back to doing after shows uh, very soon. Not for not not until whatever the next show is that pops up. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff out there. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, LA Comic Con is also in December as well. So we will be there. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you, Manny, so much for coming on the show. Always a pleasure, man. Uh, tonight, I'm going to go see the Marvels. So it's, it's wow. I I mean, I'm hearing good things, actually, which the haters are going to hate regardless. And I was hoping that it would be a good movie so the haters can eat shit because they're hating for other reasons. They, they won't admit it. It's good. So. No, that's the thing. But at least, at the very least, you know, because, uh, you know, I want it to be good. So definitely um, we'll, we'll be doing an episode on that at some point. So uh, thank you, Manny. Thank you to everybody out there. Once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk for the week of uh, November 9th, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super strong or super fast Gotta beat the